0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rough Buffalo Show. This is a show about habits and discipline for triathletes and those who want to live with the triathlon mindset. This is a mindset of discipline, determination, and a vision for doing the impossible. Let's get into it. Okay, I want to talk this morning about getting started, uh, specifically how to get started and the reason why as the saying goes, the start stops most people. And so just we'll begin with the question. Do you ever feel like you have an idea for something to do, a, a goal, a project, a business? Um, it can be a goal for anything, for for training, for a relationship, just something that you want to accomplish and you just can't seem to get it going. And the uh, this is a real problem for a lot of people. And there's kind of two sides to it. we have these ideas and uh and plans perhaps or dreams I guess in our in our minds, and we approach it in one of two ways: sometimes we have an idea with no start we just don't start it we don't take any time to do it to begin we don't we just don't start at all, or the second option, and some of us struggle with this as well, is that we will start uh, but there's there's no carrying on of it there's no consistency there's no patience to keep going and so inevitably it uh, it peters away uh, into nothing and it was it kind of is the same as if you hadn't started at all and you know really this was my trouble with triathlon a number of years ago I was introduced to the idea of triathlon specifically you know that I should do it that I should participate and I, I really liked the idea and it was uh, given to me by a kind of an influential friend, I really admire him, and so the idea of doing a triathlon was very attractive. I I liked the idea. At the time, I was uh, maybe a little overweight. I, w- I certainly needed to needed to lose some weight to really compete, and I imagined doing it. I imagined doing triathlon, and the, the even the thought of doing it was uh, was fun. It seemed. Like something that uh, that I would really enjoy, especially having done, and the training part of it, you know, kind of seemed fun. It seemed, uh, it seemed attractive, and so I thought about it for months and months, and I would continually think about doing it, but I didn't ever start. And there's all sorts of fears involved with uh, with actually starting into the sport of triathlon. And we can apply this to all sorts of areas, starting a business, starting a relationship, uh, starting some creative project. But for me, it was triathlon. And of course, imagining it and imagining it, I had this vision of of what training would look like, what my training schedule would look like, what races would look like, uh, how happy I'd be when I finished a race, when I finished a, a training session, how happy I would be when I had a, a body that was able to do that. Uh, a body that looked good, a body that felt good, you know, it was all of these things went around in my head. I, I enjoyed thinking about it. Now, this is the mindset trouble that a lot of us run into with all sorts of uh, things or ideas that we want to start. The mindset trouble is this. We imagine our endeavor perfectly. And as long as it remains in our imagination, it is perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. it nothing ever fails in our imagination. We can imagine uh, we can imagine starting on time, keeping a schedule, and pursuing whatever it is that we're interested in um with a hundred percent effort. And we can imagine the steps uh to making it a reality, and as long as it remains, uh, it remains a, a, a dream, a vision, uh, even as a plan. It's perfect, right? The before you start, the the schedule is uh, is is perfect. And for me, th- this was the idea with triathlon. I was imagining, right, racing and training and eating and sleeping and, and I imagined all of these things, and it was perfect. I was never going to eat sugar again because, you know, because that's what the vision dictated. I would be able to run a marathon and I could divide it into uh, how long it would take to, to do it. And of course, on my imaginary schedule, I never missed a training day. I never slept in. I never went to bed late. I never ate unhealthy food. I hit the gym exactly when I was supposed to. Right. As long as it's on paper, it's perfectly possible. And it's, uh, and we do this for all sorts of things we, we don't um we might imagine a, a negative scenario uh or a or a problem, but of course, when we're just planning it, we can we can plan around all those things. The problem with bringing a dream into reality, which is which means starting that thing, is that bringing it into reality mars the vision, and it's a bit of a paradox. But this holds us back sometimes for years it certainly did um with the with the triathlon. I was introduced to the idea I think back in uh, two thousand and seventeen so that would be three years ago and i just I just could not bring myself to start because I knew that starting would would mar that perfect vision uh of of living a life full of the habit with the habits of a triathlete. And so the idea is that when when we start, we start knowing that it will be imperfect, but that is the cost of creating reality. And that's really what you're doing by starting, by bringing uh, a vision into existence, by pursuing an idea that we have. uh, we're, We're creating reality. We're turning it into an imaginary thing. We're turning it from an imaginary thing into a real living, breathing thing. And of course, anything that is made, by anyone other than God is going to be imperfect. We're not going to create perfect things, uh, but that is the cost of actually creating the reality of it. Uh, you know, and it it, it is shown that uh, engaging in, we'll say uh, fantasy or dreaming about our, our perfect world or perfect scenario actually gives a reliable dopamine release, right? So it, in some senses... Imagining it is the same as doing it uh, in terms of the the hormonal release and of course this becomes addictive and that's why you might write things down and create a schedule over and over and over again and imagine it over and over again without actually starting without actually beginning because you're getting that reliable dopamine release uh, so I'm not going to pretend that it isn't hard I know that it is for me with Uh, with triathlon, it, uh, it took a, took a number of years to, uh, to actually start into it. And I don't mean like to keep going. I mean, to actually like put running shoes on and go for a run. It took probably, I would say close to close to a year and a half to actually put a pair of shoes on and go out the door and go for a run, which was brutal um and this is true across the board maybe there maybe it's been more than that maybe it's been years or even decades um you've imagined starting and imagined doing it but it is hard right we have to we have to step out of the reality that we're currently in and create a new one to actually begin and that is difficult for people so we we need to begin with the mindset that there is value in creating a new reality, and that it will be imperfect, um, but it has to be worth it to you. Um, often there's a, there's a grind that, that begins, as soon as you start, there's a grind to, to get good at something. And this is the second fear that a lot of us have. Uh, the reason that we don't start in the first place, just to recap, the idea that we don't start is that we're going to mar the perfect vision that we have of the thing, the second scenario is that we start, but we don't have patience. We don't have the consistency to keep going uh, even after we mar the vision, even after we fail, even after we uh, hit roadblocks. And so there is a, there's a fear of, of quitting, a fear of not being any good, or a fear of commitment to the thing. Uh, so we start doing something. Uh, the roadblocks come, and really what it is is the, that reality uh, the reality, not only of us starting, but the reality of the problems begin to face us. Um, you know, they face us squarely because they're they're right there, stopping us from uh, from pursuing this this dream that we've had, and the uh, and the work seems to be building up, and it seems to be getting harder and harder the more we go. This happened to me when I started into uh, into triathlon. I had the uh, of course I had my my training plans all done up from years before and, and I, uh, and I started, I started running a little bit. I went down to the pool and I started, uh, swimming. I didn't have a bike at the time, uh, but I was running and swimming and it was, uh, and it was, it began to be encouraging. I, I, I got an exercise bike, like, so like a stationary and home bike. And I was, I was training a little bit here and there. And I had a bit of a plan and I increased the, uh, uh, my training uh, times to you know more than just a, more than just an hour or two a week it was it was getting a little bit serious and i still wasn't committed a- enough to keep going because what happened after say after two or three months of that the the, uh, the winter set in um it was difficult to run um it, i had different uh, obligations and my training slowed down, uh, almost to the point of being non-existent. Uh, I had a I had a small injury in my leg. I, I pulled um, uh, pulled a, just a just a small muscle in my leg, um, which slowed me down for a couple of weeks. And the whole thing petered off. Uh, and so what we so we we need not only to start but to actually keep going to be committed. Uh, to doing something, and that was the issue. I wasn't committed to it. It was, uh, it was a vision in my head that was supposed to be perfect, and as soon as it wasn't perfect, as soon as right an injury happened, delays happened, life got busy. uh, you know, I just started bailing from the from the dream of, of uh, of doing a triathlon, completing a full Ironman was the original goal. It just seemed like too much to me, and so it took another probably another year or so, probably another year and a half really uh, till this spring to actually begin training with, in earnest and, uh, and then to carry that on for more than, uh, more than a month or two. And so I just want to introduce to you uh, two rules that have really helped me in, uh, in, in not only starting, turning an idea into action and, and beginning, to do something, but also the commitment and the patience to keep going uh, with something. Uh, these two rules are uh, as follows. So the first one is called the, the two-minute rule, and the second one is called the two-year rule. The two-minute rule is interesting. It's it's a very, uh, very helpful way to think about starting. And r- the reality is, is that you don't start a project once. I mean, maybe, you know, you do the thing where you, you, know, you start the social media page, you buy a bunch of, of material to start a project, you buy the training gear to get started. The real key, though, is to start every day or whatever your schedule dictates, maybe every second, day, every third day, every week. But you start, you have to start every single time and it's a struggle to get started every single time and that is really the key to, uh, to carrying on and to beginning to build some momentum. And so the two-minute rule is this. When the time appears on the schedule or when the thought arises to, uh, to begin doing what, what it is that you've either planned or set out to do, when the thought arises or when the time appears on the schedule, find a way to get started in two minutes. So that might mean uh, you might think I need, I was going to go for a run this morning. Get your shoes on within two minutes, right? Just find a way, the smallest way possible to start in two minutes. If it's a writing or a creative project, open the computer, get into whatever program you're using to write, do that in two minutes. Start writing something in two minutes. Um, We can apply this even to the most minute areas of life, even things that you have to do, right? Get your phone out and make that first call. Make a call to somebody, you know, that that you've committed to, that you need to do. Um, In terms of working out, get your workout clothes on. When the thought arises, in two minutes, be wearing your workout clothes. Um, Perhaps it's sending an email to pursue some business opportunity, but if you set the if you set that that rule that it within 2 minutes you must be doing the thing that you're going to do it eliminates procrastination and then it begins to build momentum of course it it would be crazy to within 2 minutes within a minute and a half you have your workout clothes on and your shoes on and you're standing outside your house well, you're going to go for a walk you're going to go for a run you're going to go for a bike ride at least for at least for a for a small distance You're not going to get your shoes on, and then well, that was two minutes and back inside. So the idea is to, uh, to just get your foot in the door, to just start to build a little bit of momentum, and of course, as um, as momentum goes, with that little bit of momentum, you'll be, uh, you'll be, just you'll get over the tipping point and be able. Uh, to do a little bit more and so this is a rule that i use for uh, for training if i'm a little bit tired in the morning and i I don't want to go for a run or a bike ride if i you know if it's in the evening and i just i just don't want to get started the idea of course within two minutes just force yourself in those two minutes to take the first smallest possible step and if you begin to do this continually even after a number of weeks uh, you'll find that momentum will, will, uh, will build more than you can imagine at the start. So the two-minute rule, when the thought arises, start in two minutes. The two-year rule is, uh, it's certainly a bigger uh, bigger commitment, but, uh, but it, it is predicated day-to-day uh, day by that two-minute rule. The two-year rule is, is this, uh, commit to your endeavor for two years with no quitting. No quitting at all. Commit to it 100% for two years. You can say not for the rest of my life, uh, not forever, but for the next two years, I am going to do this thing. I am not going to quit. It's helpful to to think of it in terms of two years uh, because no matter what age you are, if you can set aside two years to do it... uh, it's an interesting paradox that I've found really useful. You can have in the back of your head after two years of pursuing this, this is going on in my head sometimes after two years of doing this, maybe I will despise it. Maybe I will really find that after two years of pushing, I'm no good. I've made no progress. I don't like it. Nobody appreciates this. Um, it's useless. Maybe in two years, I'll find that. Of course, I, the other side of my of my head knows that after two years, there, I have to make progress. Even if it's not as much progress as I'd like, there has to be progress in two years of fully committing to something. And I wanna encourage you as well. I know in some senses, life is short. In other senses, life is long, and two years is not that long out of your life to pursue something, especially if it's something you've been considering for more than two years. Uh, especially if it's something that that you do find meaningful that is helpful um that 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 is that gives your life purpose if it's something that's a service to others or a service even to yourself uh 2 years is not that long to commit to it and of course it's not uh 2 years full time obviously you're you know the rest of your life carries on as well but to commit for 2 years and to to establish that you will not quit, it gives you that mind sh- that mindset shift that you need, and you you can begin to ad- to adopt that identity of a triathlete. You can adopt the the identity of a of a writer, of a business person, of um, whatever your role is in the relationship. You adopt that identity, and you will not quit, and then you of course give yourself an escape hatch in two years. Uh, again we went we went over why you might quit there's all you might have your own reasons in 2 years then you can consider it but not until then and so in reference to your potential progress 2 years is really not that long your life is made up of dozens of 2 year segments and uh, so it can be really encouraging to think of the progress that you can make and you could think of this now, I find it really helpful to do the to do the math on it to figure out how, how many books you can read in a year, how many podcasts you can make in a year, how many articles you can write, how how much progress in business, how much training you can do, and multiply that out by, uh, you know, by, in uh, in two years there's roughly seven hundred days. How much progress can you make if you pursue this if you do not quit for seven hundred days? Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's really astounding when you think of, just as an example that I've used before, if you think of reading for an hour a day, I'm going to commit to that for two years. Uh, you know, of course, an hour a day is uh, 350 hours a year, which is seven uh, 700 hours over two years. Uh, and when you think that it, when you remember that it takes uh, approximately five hours to read a book, right, this is 120 books. And so, what a you know what a thought to do that, full time for or not full time but do that without quitting to do that consistently for seven hundred days, you can have a stack of a hundred and twenty books in the corner of your room that you've read. It's it's amazing how how much you can do, um and of course with uh, with training of I mean every day the 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 training that you accomplish, in the grand scheme of things we'll say equals nothing right the 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 progress that you make in one day equals nothing but multiplied by 700 you know over 2 years it it really does mean something and so uh hopefully this has been an encouragement to to get started uh there's there's a few things to remember i guess the first is to uh is that the highest aim right, is really to create reality, and this is despite the cost of marring the vision, but start, and remember that you are creating reality. You're creating something new, um, and if you plan it right, something meaningful, and this is uh, this is of great value and will pay off dividends. Even though the vision will be marred, right, the reality will be created. This is your job as a human being, uh, is to imitate your creator in creating a reality and bringing a vision um, to life. And then of course, we'll just remember our two rules, the two minute rule, when the thought arises, begin in two minutes and you'll notice the momentum that will build. And again, the two year rule, committing to your endeavor for two years, no quitting. And again, it, it seems like a, it seems like a, like a long time uh, to do. It is a short time relative to your entire life and the progress that you can make by committing both of those rules and by starting today is uh, is immense. And so I'll encourage you, uh, commit to starting today and after this podcast is over, within two minutes, get going on what you need to start on. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.